Caroline Wood, senior markets correspondent here with me. Uh, Caroline, what's up? We're having a great day here. You brought us some losers? I heard you say rejoice, and I'm like, you know what? Let me bring up the rear with the two worst performing stocks on the S&P 500. Just that wasn't your choice. Your it's okay. Oliver. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm really taking these hints from the producers. But yes, I have the two worst performing stocks on the S&P 500. Let's start with the second worst performing stock. That was Edwards Life Sciences. It fell about 18% today after reporting disappointing earnings, revenue, and slashing its outlook. Adjusted EPS of 61 cents only fell short of estimates by a penny uh, on sales that grew about 1%, but also just barely missed. I think the big thing, though, was that the company cut its outlook. Now expects full year adjusted per EPS of uh, $2.40 to $2.50, down from a previous forecast of $2.50 to $2.65, with sales also coming in at the low end of guidance. Said the U.S. hospital staffing challenge and strong U.S. dollar are likely to persist. So several analysts cut price targets in response. Truist went down to 95 from 112, but still said that they believe in the company's prospects for long-term double-digit growth. And I will say, because I do like to try to look for the bright spot, I also saw price target cuts at Citi, Morgan Stanley, Oppenheimer, Wells Fargo, Piper Sandler, and RBC. So what's that? At least six, seven. Uh, they all cut their price targets, but they do all still have buy ratings on the shares. So down 18% today, new 52-week low. Uh, maybe they're maybe they're looking to enter at some point around here. Mm. Also, yeah. Davida down 27% today. That was their largest drop in more than two decades. So if we thought Edwards Life Sciences was bad at 18%, here's to be at 27% after also missing earnings and slashing its guidance. The company also noted continued pressure from the labor market, so it seems to be a theme, as well as the pandemic. EPS of $1.45 came in well below estimates on revenue of $2.7 billion, which also was a pretty big miss. A uh, sizable cut to guidance as well. Now expects full-year profit to be in the range of 620 to 670. Previously, it was at 750 to 850 a share. So a uh, huge cut to guidance there, likely why we saw shares plummet. Didn't see as much analyst activity on this one, Oliver, but it isn't as widely covered by analysts. Uh, so that could be why. But, uh, but yeah, so just... Thought I'd end your day with some, um, I don't know, dark spots. Yeah, hey, that's all right. We got to uh, make sure we hit them all, and uh, you know, even even the decliners uh, deserve a little attention. Uh, what's uh, interesting uh, is that uh, on the flip side, as we talked about before, uh, with uh, uh, Gilead up and uh, some of the other pharma companies up. Uh, the fact that you've got these specific uh, stock decliners just uh, really hammers home the point of how delineating investors are being. There's no real broad like sector themes. Some energy's up, some energy's down. Some healthcare's up, some healthcare's down. We've talked a lot about that uh, throughout the network today about tech, but yeah, it's clearly not just uh, a tech story in terms of uh, you know seeing just this dichotomy, if you will. It seems to be really a, a stock picker's market at this point. All right, appreciate it, Caroline. Thanks for the earnings help this week, great stuff. Caroline Woods in New York.